2: From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And uh, Michael Martineau is uh, at the news desk. How are you, sir? Good. Well, disappointed,
3: but... What are you disappointed about? The... My, my, my job's going well, and then I follow I, I, I was working today, and now I'm not.
2: Oh yeah, so oh, well that, well that that's all. So you went in, you went in assuming you were working. Yeah, that's always awkward. So what happened? You went in and and what? I because
3: we we were supposed to have a staff meeting. We had a staff meeting yesterday, which I was not be able to attend due to prior commitments. And yes, and I because I it's a full. T- full-time gig so i thought i was working and apparently i wasn't so but i have a i I can be in your show then i'll probably go to a couple meetings tonight go to a couple meetings school board meetings probably
2: oh oh i i I didn't know what i thought maybe you were doing the aa thing i did not know what was going on there okay yeah well you know usually when somebody says i gotta go to a meeting and it's you know later in the day you know what i'm saying uh you know I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to pry, but are you hinting at something? Do you have a problem? No. Oh, good, good.
3: I do not have a problem. Just, just, well, just point right now, but it's fine. I'll I'll overcome it. Because
2: you can tell us, Michael, if you do. I do
3: not have a problem.
2: Okay. I'm just saying, if you do, because the first step is is admitting that you, uh, you know, acknowledging to yourself and acknowledging to the radio audience, the worldwide radio audience. I mean, we have Brian Mackey, he's in freaking Idaho of all places so acknowledging to our our audience that you in fact have a problem and then we would all support you in your quest for help so you can tell us
3: I have no problem just just disappointed that I'm not woken today
2: uh, and i I get that but it's just i I don't know how many you know uh michael I uh I used to do a lot in the music industry in terms of playing in bands and stuff and promoting shows in fact we have a band coming in tomorrow uh members of the band edgewise will be here but I just uh I don't know how many times I've heard an alcoholic say, uh, I don't have a problem. I just thought I was supposed to work today. I'm sorry. No, I've got that wrong. What they usually say is, uh, uh, no, I don't have a problem. I just uh, thought I was supposed to stay home today and and be drunk. Uh, Sometimes I get these things wrong. The devil is in the details, is it not, uh, Mr. Martineau? Yes, it is.
3: I did get... I did get kicked out of a, of a show on Saturday night. Oh, I thought you were going to say you got kicked out of a meeting. I was going to say, no, clearly no, you have no, a problem. No, buddy. no, I, I got kicked out of the DEFCON show on Saturday night.
2: Whoa, ho, whoa, this is big news. And by the way, Scumpy, if you're listening, I'm, I am I apologize. Uh, uh, Jenny and I were not at this one. We couldn't make it to this one. Although we did, in, in our defense, we did drive all the way up, all the way, 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 way up north to Concord. Way up in the White Mountains, we did drive all the way up there to see Scumpy. But uh, I, I don't mean to bury the lead. What happened? You got you actually got kicked out of the show, or because they were playing at the
3: world famous Davion Club on Wilson Street? Yes, for the, for it was the Halloween party and CON was playing. Were you drunk? No. Okay. Are you no, sure? No, no. So so I went. Um, you can tell us if you were. No, I I okay. didn't have any drink. Okay. So basically. I arrived an hour and a half. They were playing from like eight eight to midnight. Was uh was Scumpy drunk? You can tell us if he was. He seemed it okay. Just checking. Good. All right. But, ba- but basically, um, I I know it's a members only club, and <laughs> so I asked Scump I asked Scumpy to sign me in as a guest emo. I, I not And basically, he looked at the log and had me put whoever was previous which wasn't him and then after like 45 minutes I was politely asked to leave you guys I used another member's name as
2: you use (gasps) because because you committed identity theft that's even worse than being an alcoholic Michael Martineau (gasps) I cannot believe this
3: Scumpy told me he to used the name, so. All right. Or, right. Or, 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 or I used my name as a guest, but he had me put whoever the previous member down is. And then the owner of the establishment, and myself, went back and forth, and he asked nicely asked me to weave, which I did.
2: I'll tell you what. Well, uh, yeah, so the next time I get pinched for identity theft, I'm just going to tell the judge, Scumpy made me do it. No, but uh, that is—I uh, dare say—that so you'd already been there for forty-five minutes. Or 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 basically,
3: so I went. To, I got inside. They were on a break done between the sets, and basically, one of the employees asked me, "Are you a member here, or are you just a guest?" I'm like, "I'm a guest." Can you please have a member sign you in? And I, I didn't know anybody because I've never been in the Davian before. Right. I've passed it walking, but so basically, so basically I went because only person I knew there was Scuppy. So, like, can you sign me in? And then he, he he told me to write the previous member's name that was on, on that page because I have a guest sign. in if you do go there as a guest, and then... Right. Uh, uh, then... then me and the employee went back, back and forth. Very. He asked me who signed you in. I told him the. And it was, it was a big mess, but I was quietly asked to leave. But, and try, I tried to enjoy my time there, but not really.
2: So I have to say, I mean, it just seems a little. Uh oh. By the way, uh, that's the actual reason Jenny and I didn't go. By the way, we uh. We know the importance of following the rules, and we were concerned that because we're not members of the Davion, that uh, and we're not going to steal anyone's identity, and uh, we were concerned that uh, you know that that it would be a problem. But I don't understand something. So when Scumpy calls into the show, uh, when he called into the show several times prior to the show, when he called into this show to promote the show coming up, he never said anything about. Uh, you know, you have to be a member to get in. I mean, do you feel like he kind of set you up? Not intentionally. No. Nah. But, uh, I mean, you know. No, like, but now, now I'll know that
3: unless we're playing a pub, public place, that isn't a
2: members-only thing. And I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenny says in the Facebook live chat, hey, don't pull me into your web of lies. I think that might be directed at you, Michael Martin. No. certainly she can't be speaking of me. I mean, no, Jenny and I we were like, oh, we should go, but what if it's? A, it sounds like it's a members-only club, you know? And we're sticklers for following the rules.
3: I, I tried to too, but it's like sometimes I want to enjoy music and uh, because I've never been, I've never been to Davion before, so it. Yeah,
2: it is what it is. Now, do you think that this would have happened to EZG if he had been there, or would they have been? Yes, like, yes, it would have happened to EZG. You think so? Well, you are the bigger star, yeah, and I don't dispute that. But I just wonder because EZG, the thing is, and I'm sure you've noticed this about him, he, uh, I'm not saying he, I'm going to do a, I'll, I'll pull a Trump here. I'm not going to say he uses anabolic steroids. Whoa, what's going on over there? Sorry, uh, that's okay. I'm not saying he uses anabolic steroids. I wouldn't say that. See, but, uh, but EZG, as you know, he's a, uh, he's extremely buff and intimidating. And I can just imagine like he's there in that same situation and, uh, an employee comes up to him and is all like, Hey, are you supposed to be here? And then EZG, he just starts shaking and hulking up, you know? And, and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be here, brother. You know what I mean? And then a, a melee would have ensued. Can you imagine? Be my first time in there, and probably
3: last time in there. I, I, I he, he, he asked me to leave, and
2: I, and I did. Yeah. Well, what did he say exactly? Did he say please? Yes, he.
4: Well, that's good. He said, well, at least he um, said please.
3: He pointed out the he he pointed out the member that I wrote down as mm. that what Scumpy told me to to. Write down, and then she's like, "She, she does. She doesn't know you. Um, can you quietly please read the premises?" I'm like, "Sure."
2: Right. So, Scumpy, I just want to be clear about this detail, uh, Michael Marno. And I was just breaking balls about the identity theft and all this, but and and the alcoholism. Uh, but uh, but I I do want to be clear on one thing. So, Scumpy, our friend Jeff Scumpy Lorenz one of my favorite Trump supporters and a man whom I look up to literally because he's taller than me, a man whom I regard as an honest, God fearing, actually I'm pretty sure he's an atheist, but an honest, thoughtful paragon of virtue told you to lie and write down the wrong name. Yes. He told you to lie. Like the serpent in the Garden of Eden. He may as well have been the one to convince Eve to pluck an apple from the tree and hand it to Adam is what you're saying, uh, Michael Martin. No. Yes. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz, I, I dare say, led you down the primrose path. An expression that I've never even fully understood, but I'll use any excuse to use it because I like the way it sounds. And how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Scumpy now, knowing that he has single-handedly corrupted you and led you into, probably now, a life of crime? He hasn't got me in a life of
3: crime, but it was oh. it, it it was it was disappointing not to see the rest of the show. I only heard him sing, like, two or three songs before I had to leave.
2: Mm. Yes, but doesn't it? Doesn't a life of crime typically start with being at a show at a members-only club and someone tells you to claim you're someone you're not? Isn't that how it begins? I have no idea. Hopefully not. I think I remember. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Alderman Bill Barry. He's in law enforcement, and I think he had called into the show one day and suggested that. Uh, let's see. Well, we have some input on this in the Facebook live chat. This this terrible scandal. Uh, we've been engulfed in scandal here. I can't believe this. Uh, Brian Mackey from Idaho, whom I mentioned earlier, he's in there. Uh, Jenny, of course, I mentioned is in there. Uh, hello to Wayne Noel. Uh, also, Michael Martineau is in there, and you're over there. Yeah. Uh, Wayne says, "What's up, Matt?" Uh, Brian uh, Brian is enjoying the, uh, the 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 comedy, although there's really nothing funny about our friend Michael Martineau Uh, This innocent young man, you're only, what are you, 25? Yeah. 25, and I dare say far too pretty for prison. And that's why I'm concerned, sir. That's why I'm concerned. Thanks for being concerned, but I don't think it will happen. Scumpy has led you astray. If you do end up a hardened criminal after all of this, it will be because of his influence. And I dare say that rock and roll music... It seduces and it corrupts. Yes. 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 Those, those power chords in minor keys. This is what happens. This is what happens when you go around listening to Kiss. I should know. Uh, let's see. Aaron Jones uh, poquette or pocket in the Facebook live chat says play Justin Bieber. Do you have a uh, favorite Justin Bieber song, uh, Michael Martineau? Oh. Speaking of hardened criminals. not. With- I don't No, I don't either. Nah.
5: Nah, I don't,
2: okay uh let's see uh Jenny says Matt Connerton I'm going to tell your father you're going to tell <laughs> my father about what scumpy has done <laughs> to Michael Martineau leading him down the 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 road to ruin to a road I mean I have at this point Michael I, I half expect that the next time I see you uh you're gonna be wearing a leather jacket and smoking a cigarette
3: I'm not a smoker so that will never happen
2: yeah yet. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, you know where this all leads. And it's no place. Good. Uh let's see. Johnny D. Holly uh is asking how much for the couch? Uh I don't believe the couch uh, do you know if the couch is for sale? I do not. Yeah, me neither. Um if it is though, we should sell it. We could split the money.
3: <laughs> I well, mean, I, no, I'm not trying to not trying to sell Probably Best Not Mine.
2: Don't even don't even think about that you're not trying to steal property that's not yours yet but thanks to scumpy it's inevitable i mean i half expect now i'm gonna show up here one day or peter white's gonna show up here in the morning and the couch is gonna be gone it's gonna turn out oh it's gonna turn out that you and your new partner in crime scumpy that's gonna turn imagine
0: your new bathroom
2: turn out the two of you absconded with the couch and sold it and kept the money or split it between you isn't it no okay well i hope not i hope not sir uh let's see uh johnny d holly asks has trump sat on the couch i don't believe so do you know if trump has sat on the couch no no you don't know if he has or you're pretty sure he hasn't I'm pretty sure he hasn't. That Trump would not be uh suitable for our president, Donald John Trump, to sit on. <laughs> no, it would not. Clearly not. We have a call. Let's take this call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? All
6: right, uh, easy G. I heard you talking about me.
2: Oh, Easy G, yes. We have your theme music, of course. <laughs>
1: I, think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy.
0: I've got the looks. They try. The moon, the moon, I said you up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy. I'm just a sexy boy.
2: I'm not your boy, toy. There you go. You see, Michael, uh, Easy G, he's just a sexy boy. He's not your boy, toy. <laughs> very important Hopefully not Hopefully Well hopefully not Although
6: Oh boy. With, uh,
2: with everything Scumpy's yeah,
6: getting into is, These days This is uh, qu- quite a story there uh, Michael About the uh, Getting thrown out of the Thrown out of the bar Boy that's I don't know
2: Well what would uh, What would What would happen If, if you were there uh EZG? What would have happened
6: well, I don't think I'd be there because I don't really, I don't really care for his music. Sorry, but he's <gasps> listening. Oh <laughs> I told him that before. He said, "That's all right." You know, he knows. Oh This is no! not my favorite. I,
3: I, I do have a story about E.G.G. and Defcon. Oh, let's hear it. Um, so back when I came back from my trip to Pennsylvania in May, basically the date day after that I got here, um DEF was playing right down here at Panucci's and um I had just come from a snoo base snoo baseball game and I, w- I was at Panucci's. DEFCON was playing that night and I saw Easy G there then um he he lasted less he 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 lasted um less time than me. I was only there for an hour you were only there for, like, 30 minutes each. Do you remember that?
6: <laughs> I really want a cup of tea. Plus, my my feet were really killing me.
3: Right. That
6: didn't help either.
2: Right.
3: I mean, it hurt all yes.
6: the time, but back then they were really bad.
2: Right. Which is a polite way of saying you don't like I mean, Stumpy's band. It wasn't really bad. my cup of
6: tea. was this kind of, well, it just...
2: It's the devil's not my, not my
6: music. favorite. I told him that. He said, "That's all right." You can say Everything it. Everything can be your favorite. He told me. It's
2: it's the devil's music, and you don't want to be led down the primrose path like our friend Michael Martino. Yeah, that's true. See, <laughs>
6: you never get, you never get, you never get into trouble uh, when you go see go see Amanda McCarthy, unless it's a uh, right St. Patrick's Day party over Murphy's Top room some of those people, some of those. People at that party, they were they were drunk.
2: Exactly, uh, but you can go see a nice Amanda, Amanda McCarthy show. You can go see a nice Amanda show. Some of the show.
6: ladies there, they were oh my god, they were. Yeah, you can go
2: there, not not end up in prison. It's very nice. Whereas if you go see Defcon, look what happens to you. Peter White is right. By I know. The way. Huh? I'm boy. realizing now. Peter White oh, has boy. the right instinct because he doesn't want it. Peter White, definitely, definitely too pretty for prison. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. I think we can all agree on that.
6: As probably white, Peter White wasn't there either. That's
2: right. Exactly. I'm, I'm beginning. You know, to know,
6: he, don't, he, don't, he doesn't want any trouble.
2: Well, you know, now that I think about it, and uh, I didn't want to say this on the air, but uh, no one can prove anything, so you won't know whether or not I'm serious. But uh, after Jenny and I uh, went and saw DEFCON up in uh, way up in the White Mountains of Concord, uh, we robbed a uh, series of convenience stores on the way home. Oh, no. That Yes, well, you know, because uh, Scumpy was like, uh, I'm going to turn you into criminals with my music, and that's what he did. Those yeah. minor chords with all that distortion. It's the devil's music.
6: Well, did, did you hear the, the president and his wife, Milana, went to the uh, uh, World Series game last night, and they yelled out, send them back? C- criminal?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, they yelled out lock him up. I wish they had yelled send him back. Oh I mean as well. lock
6: him up. I mean, sorry, lock him up.
2: Yes. That would have been great if they had also yelled send him back. That would have been awesome. Very appropriate.
6: Oh I don't know if they I they yelled at it up, but he was he wasn't very popular it, It's right here in Washington.
2: I know. I know. Well
6: yes. He just had that guy he just had that guy killed, that big uh uh bad guy. Well the only problem is when you kill one bad guy, there's always another one to replace him.
2: Well, that's true. That is very, very
3: true. There's never an true.
6: end to bad guys. Don't you agree, uh, Michael?
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you kill, they give him
6: one slob, and it's always another slob take his place, and another one, and another. Like ants.
2: Maybe that's why. scumpy one more. Maybe that's why Scumpy is grooming our friend Michael Martineau to take his place as a rock and rollin' <laughs> no, organized crime lord.
3: That's I what I, I think, Stay,
6: yes. stay away from uh, the deaf card, there, uh, Michael.
3: Yeah, I would. I would. I, I will for now unless it's in a public bar.
6: Yes, a oh
2: public bar. Oh, my.
3: All right, I'll
6: let you guys go to clear up the lines. All right, EZG. Bye, bye. Thank you
2: for the call. Well, so nice to hear from EZG, uh, Eric Gagnon. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was on the morning show, by the way. If you missed uh, the morning show, uh, you can check that out. Uh, Aaron uh, Jones Pocket says, Alexa, recipes for stew. Stew? Uh, Johnny D. Holly says, Jeff is shady. I could see him doing that. Oh, my goodness. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz. Very, uh... I'm whoop. That's not what I meant to do. I was going for the air horn. You'll have to excuse me. I'm new here. Uh, Johnny says, uh... Darnell going to get Jeff's ass for what he did to him. Darnell? Who's Darnell? You must know, Michael. Who's this Darnell we, we speak of? I have no idea. What did Jeff Scumpy Lorenz do to Darnell? That's my question. Oh, I think Scumpy's going to have a new theme when he comes on the show now. It's going to be Kiss's Partners in Crime. You know that song, uh, Michael Martineau, Partners in Crime by Kiss? No. Nope. Oh, well, you you might hear it today. Let's see. Uh, Jenny says Johnny do tell. Yeah, I'm very curious about uh, what uh, our friend Scumpy might have done to Darnell. Darnell's probably fallen into a life of crime. Uh, Stefan Philbrook joins us in the Facebook live chat, as well as Joe. It kind of looks like Delaut, but it's probably not. It's probably French, and it's actually like Delo or something. Anyway, Joe, I apologize for butchering your name as I'm quite sure neither of those uh, pronunciation attempts on my part were correct. Uh, Brian Mackey says, never listen to KISS. Well, I'll tell you what. So KISS is my favorite band, but I'm rethinking that now because, you know, Scumpy, he comes on the show. He always requests that at the break we play a KISS song, which I'm usually amenable to because it's my favorite band. But now I'm worried that Scumpy has actually been getting me to play Kiss as a means of corrupting the listeners. What do you think?
3: Mm. Hmm. Controversial. I have nothing to say about that.
2: Right. You're being very diplomatic about everything, and I think that's a good idea. Because what if Scumpy? Oh my God! I just remembered something. So Scumpy is in a little short film. Perhaps you've seen it. It's on Amazon Prime. Directed by Terry. What's his name from Narrow Street Films? Terry T- Trainer. Terry Trainer. Yes, thank you. Scumpy's in a little film called The Last Two. Have you watched this? I have not. He's very very good in it, but he plays like this this crime lord guy who's having this guy, who's having his henchmen hunt down this guy and to, uh, to kill him. And I don't want to give anything away. Uh, it's very short. But it's interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it, I hadn't considered this before, but Scumpy is very good in the role. He seems very comfortable as this uh, crime guy. Isn't that interesting? Almost as though he was made... To play that part, like like an organized crime guy, you should watch it, Michael Martineau. If you have Amazon Prime, you should watch it, and then you might uh, you might see what I mean, if you know what I mean.
5: This being made ain't working out the way I thought it would. A lot of responsibilities.
2: Hmm. What if um, like what if Scumpy uh, Michael Martineau... What if? What if Scumpy one day were to uh, offer to do you a favor and he told you that he would do you whatever that favor is, but at some point in the future, he might want you to do him a favor. What would you do? I have no idea. Right. Well, I know what you should do, but I'm going to let your conscience uh, be your guide. Uh, I'm not here to uh, uh, give advice uh, on uh, how not to end up uh, you know, in the witness protection program should something go awry. That is not my role here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Mackey says, it's the devil. Uh, Stefan Philbrook says, I need to get pumped up. I need, I need to know about Renegades of Funk Cover by Rage Against the Machine. Airhorn, airhorn, airhorn. Yes, well, perhaps we'll play that later after we play Kisses, Partners in Crime. In honor of our friend, Scumpy, and the corruption of the innocent, the once innocent, Michael Martineau. How does it feel, Michael, to know that Jeff Scumpy Lorenz has single-handedly robbed you of your innocence? How does that feel? That must feel weird. Yes, it does. And me saying the words probably sounds even weirder than it feels. But, uh, But, you know. Uh, let's see uh Brian Mackey says Michael Martineau we are with you man do not relent yes you need to stay grounded you need to uh be humble be humble yes are you a religious man mm. no it doesn't sound like it well perhaps it's time you uh sought some uh advice and counsel from the Lord you know apparently he talks to a lot of people they're Voices in their head or some weird stuff. I don't know how that works, but you know, uh, p- perhaps you need some. Perhaps you should go to church with our friend EZG. Not, 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 not a chance from EZG. You're not just avoiding church because Scumpy avoids church, are you? I, I mm? Mm? I'm not even gonna go there. Mm, to church, yeah, I wouldn't either. It's really boring plus if you're catholic it's like you get this ridiculous workout that you're not even dressed for it's like aerobics you got to sit stand kneel stand sit kneel stand run around get the wafer shake a bunch of hands which is especially awful during cold and flu season you know when they do the peace be with you that's a germ factory right there my goodness if you go to church you're, get, you're you know you're going to get a cold or a flu or uh, sickle cell anemia and yet, it's the house of the Lord. How does that make sense? Uh, Stefan Philbrook says, "Woohoo! I got the top fan diamond. Ooh, yes. He's got the top fan diamond. That is the special top fan diamond uh, air horn. Uh, I don't know if you know that, Michael Martino. No. I do not. Yeah, well, now you do. That's I only use it for that, <laughs> specifically for that. Uh, let's see. Johnny D. Holly says, call me. I'd love to be on the show. Well, you can actually call us, sir. We don't really call out, but you can call the show at uh, 603-250-6007 if you'd like. 603-250-6007. Let's see. Uh, Brian says, here's the thing. Kiss? Detroit Rock City will cause all kinds of mental awakening. Could be very dangerous. I agree. That's why they say right in the lyrics, they say, you gotta lose your mind in Detroit, Rock City. You like that song, Michael? Yeah. It's a classic. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. All right. Well, I don't know. This uh this whole scumpy thing. Uh, it, it's uh, it's got me shook. As I believe the young people say, the young people say that, right? You're only 25 years old. You would know the young people say that, right? Yeah. It's it's got me shook. Yeah, I would say that in pop culture right now. Right, right. Yes, yes. Would you say like this whole thing because you are the one who's been led down the primrose path? Uh, would would you say that this whole uh, thing with Scumpy it's got you shook? His attempt to corrupt you? Not. Not
1: really, it it was a, basically it was a, it's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable, but we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry though, Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's
0: this?
7: Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
0: There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.
2: Inconvenience to my wife, and now I've moved on. An inconvenience to your life, and now you've moved on. Good for you. That shows... uh, it shows maturity. It shows a strength of character. If it were me, ah, I got to tell you, I'd be looking for revenge. Oh, my. <laughs> I need a sip of water. from My, my mug from the Hopknot, by the way, Matt Connerton Unleashed, is sponsored by the Hopknot. Have you been to the Hopknot uh, yet? I have not. At 1000 Elm Street. It's right across the street here at the Brady Sullivan uh, Plaza. Uh, do you say, uh, Michael, do you say Plaza or Plaza? Plaza. Plaza? And yet, if you say the name of the actress, Aubrey Plaza, it sounds wrong. So you have to say Aubrey Plaza. I mean, you don't have to. But to say Aubrey Plaza sounds weird, right? It's like potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Let's just call the whole thing off. That's what you should have said to Scumpy on your way out the door. Be like, you're not turning me to the dark side. Let's just call the whole thing off. (laughs) He's like Darth Vader. He's trying to turn you to the dark side. Or no, no. He's like the Emperor. And the Emperor, I I don't even like Star Wars. Why am I doing that? But anyway, so the Hopknot, I'm more of a Star Trek guy. People get very offended. Well, some people get very offended when I say this, Michael Martineau. I just think Star Trek is a lot smarter than Star Wars. Star Wars is very simplistic. Star Trek has social commentary and it's very sophisticated.
3: I would, I like both. I don't prefer one over the other. Uh,
2: it's okay to like both. I mean, it's 2019. You know, yep. whatever. Yeah, it's all good. But anyway, the Hopknot at the Brady Sullivan uh, Plaza... Uh, at, uh, 1000 Elm street. So they have gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. Uh, the food there is phenomenal. Uh, and the, uh, the beverages as well. I'm not much of a drinker, but, uh, but no, they have a lot of great stuff. We, uh, recently celebrated John Hopwood's birthday there. Did you know, uh, Michael Martineau was recently John Hopwood's birthday? I did not. The big seven Oh, he's now 70 years old. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. He's only slightly younger than EZG. <laughs> so uh but no, it was a very nice evening. We celebrated with uh, John Hopwood there. Um my uh, favorite pretzel there, it's called the Italian. Uh it's a uh, a pretzel with uh pepperoni and uh and and cheese and it's really really good and probably very fattening although I've actually lost some weight, so um but anyway, yeah, so the Hopknot at 1000 Elm Street and uh, there's a big event coming up there on November first. It's going to be the Halloween Hangover at the Hopknot from eight to midnight. And there's a you get a, a drink ticket with admission. And there's a best costume contest. And it's going to be it's going to be really really cool. And uh, I think uh, Scumpy will be there as Darth Vader. Can you believe that, Michael Martino? No, I don't think the
3: Hopknot is his type of thing.
2: Right? Yes. The Hopknot's a good place, and his type of thing is evil. And we have a, uh, a call. Perhaps this is Scumpy calling to uh, explain himself. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Is this the Honorable Lady? Mr. Id- is
7: 70
2: years old? My gosh. I, uh, no, he's either 70 or 75. I just know he's younger than Easy Yes,
7: <laughs> Poor Michael Martineau, what happened to him? I know. innocent little child, a, a, a young adult, and this what happened?
2: He's been seduced by that that rock and roll music.
7: Oh my God!
2: I know. I know. Can you believe it? I'm trying to get him to go to church, uh, trying to get him to turn uh, to the Lord, and he terrible. refuses.
7: Terrible. Next, day he'll be growing his hair long. And mm-hmm. Everything
2: else, I know, I know. He'll be wearing a leather jacket, he'll be smoking a cigarette, tie-dye,
7: tie-dye
2: shirt. And oh, everything else. he could go that way, yes. Oh. Although that's far less uh, threatening. Do you uh, have any tie-dye shirts, Michael Martino
3: probably from when I, when I did them in high school and throughout my school years, probably. But ah ha, ha. You were right.
7: Oh, uh, it's all coming out now.
2: Yes. Oh yes. Oh my. It's all coming out now.
7: Oh, well. If and, you do see Master Hopwood, tell him happy birthday. Hope he enjoys his um seventy-fifth year. I
2: believe he is eighty years old, yes. Very excited. <laughs> eighty year eighty years young, I should say, I apologize.
7: He's an old fart.
2: Right. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for the call.
7: <laughs> you have
2: a wonderful day now all right thank you you too bye bye uh, I believe uh that was the honorable Heidi Hamer. She doesn't for some reason she doesn't identify herself when she calls the show, but i'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent that uh sure that was her yeah it sounded it sounded like uh a... yes, yes let's see um Brian in the Facebook live chat says, "Boom! There you have finally someone dares to speak the truth." LOL, Matt, you do. I do speak the truth. I have, uh, you know, I am, I am like George Washington. Uh, Michael Martin, I don't know if you uh, realize this. I mean, that's not to say if I did cut down a cherry tree, I would own up to it. I would want to know if there was video surveillance. But uh, but I might I might own up to it if I did it. Yeah. What would you do, Michael Martineau? If you were accused and you knew you did it, what would you do? I would I would I would fess up to the crime. You would fess up to the crime so you're acknowledging that you're entering a life of crime. Oh, it's I'm worried it's too late. It's too late to save you. Did Scumpy play any black Sabbath while you were there? At the Davion,
3: I was only able to hear like three songs. I couldn't couldn't put my tongue to any of them. Mm.
2: You couldn't put your tongue to any of them. So you don't remember what any of them were. <laughs> you just you just know that. Uh, I mean, suffice it to say, they were songs of evil. Seduction and corruption. Bringing you to the dark side. Hmm. What's the worst thing you've ever done, Michael Martino? What's the most evil thing you've ever done? So far. I have to think about that. Well, that's that's encouraging. If you have to think about it, then you probably haven't done anything uh, too terrible. Hmm. I can't really think of anything. Well, would you say that the most terrible thing might be that you uh, pretended to be someone else at Scumpy's show? No, I, I was myself. It was just. Oh, the, mm, mm, oh, the story's changing. I see.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no. So, so I put my name under guess, and then I use an because. So basically, on the log, but it was. You had to put a member's name, hmm. and then the member number, and then your name and where you're from, and then eventually be.
2: But I just realized something. So is but is Scumpy actually a member of the Davion? I don't think so. So he's not even a member. But he took it upon himself to change the rules in the middle of the game, or in the middle of the show, to bend the rules to his will. Hmm. And his dark impulses, shall we say? Hmm. Yep. Um. Hmm. When he greeted you that night, did he have an evil laugh? Was he like, oh, Michael Martin, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> no, no, he did not. Yeah, that you remember. He could have hypnotized you. Trust me, I know. I know a little bit about hypnosis. He could have put you under his spell to bring you to the dark side. Am I right? He could have. Yeah, he could have. Right, right. See, you can't prove that he didn't. Yep. Can't prove that he didn't. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. This is, uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, of all the scandals, I mean, uh, there was a certain mayoral candidate who suffered through the uh, the scandal of Robegate, but we're not allowed to talk about him when he's not here on this program. There's, uh, you know, there was the whole... Uh, uh, wasn't there a scandal with EZG or something? Oh, there was, uh, yeah, there's been all kinds of stuff. But this is probably, I mean, uh, before you know it, uh, the entire country will be engulfed in uh, in this. I mean, you're going to see this tonight on MSNBC probably, uh, Michael Martineau. You're, you're going to end up as a guest on Rachel Maddow, I bet. I don't even watch an MSNBC. But see, here's the thing. Scumpy is MAGA. He's a Trump supporter. So Rachel Maddow is probably going to open her show with a long soliloquy, because that's what she does, all about the Trump supporter in New Hampshire who plays in a band called DEFCON who tried to turn you to the dark side and to a life of crime. And uh, you'll probably be... uh, that will be pretty cool actually. They'll fly you out to New York, I'm sure, and you'll get to you'll get to be there. You'll get to meet Rachel and maybe even uh Lawrence O'Donnell or or Chris Hayes. It could be great. You don't seem that excited. Are you more of a CNN guy? You like Anderson Cooper? He is the son of Gloria Vanderbilt after all. Not. Don't tell me you like Fox News. I like the sports reporting, but you're yeah. like, oh, well, well that's, that's different. Yeah. 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 I
3: I usually get my news from WMUR, so...
2: Right. WMUR. Award-winning, by the way. They win lots of awards. Yep. At the uh, New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters Granite Mike Awards, uh, Peter White and uh, the Dions will uh, back me up on this. They win yeah. a lot of awards in, in the television uh, category. It's pretty much a clean sweep, Michael Martineau. It's a clean sweep. They win everything. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of not fair.
3: And this, this station can't win anything because Walk 101, uh, all these other, other radio stations take it from us.
2: They do. They literally take it from us. We did win an award, and uh, Peter White and I and the Dions, we went up to accept it. And uh, somebody from Rock 101 uh, swooped in and grabbed it and ran away. They literally take the awards from us, Michael Martineau. And you know what? I think Scumpy put them up to it. What do you think of that? Huh? Would you put it past him? Yeah, I wouldn't either. Mm. You're, you're, I, I take your silence as agreement. Y- yes. I know you don't want him upset with you because, oh. uh, you oh. know, he's into the black magic. Because they're probably at band practice right now, jamming on some Black Sabbath and casting spells with lots of candles lit, which could also be romantic. But no, that's not what they're up to, clearly. Uh, Let's see. Brian says, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I read that already. Uh, Hans van Delft, I hope I said that correctly, says, hello, everyone. The Netherlands is also having a good time listening um great show guys greetings well hello to you Hans uh oh that's the same for some reason uh the comment appears twice but uh we have listeners in the Netherlands uh Michael Martineau. that's why I said we are truly worldwide yep we are international International yep or uh for our French listeners I would say uh international. I think that's how you say it. Is that how you say it in, in French? Do you know? Uh, Your last name is Martino, so you would know better than me if that's how you say it in French. I I didn't really take.
3: Uh, I probably had one semester of French back
2: in middle school, and I don't even remember any of it. So, I believe it. I believe in in French, it's international, and I believe in uh, in Italian. Left, ask Father Bruno next time we hear from him. I believe in Italian, and it's, uh, Internazionale. No? Is that wrong? Does that sound wrong? I, sound, no, 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 no. That sounds right. in <laughs> right? a Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, is that your impression of me trying to say international in Italian? No, no. Because <laughs> that's very hurtful. You've hurt my feelings, uh, Michael Martino. I'm a very sensitive man, as you know. No, I was trying to do another word. Oh, what word are you trying to do? Ravioli. Oh, ravioli. Right. Well, but we don't. To, now, you're, now, you're, now you're getting into stereotypes, Michael Mardo Whoa, that's that in these uh, politically correct times. That's very dangerous. Scumpy truly has led you down the primrose path. Wow. Oh, my good. Well, you know, his hero, Donald Trump, is very on PC himself. I can imagine him doing that. He probably does that when he's. Like he's at an Italian restaurant. He's probably like, hey, let's have some ravioli. He probably does that. Uh, hello to Rhonda Favero who joins us in the Facebook live chat. She says, sinister. Yes, while well, we're learning all kinds of frightening things today. Uh, Archie Frangudis also joins us. Uh, Brian says, so uh, this DEFCON you speak of, so big, they can afford to toss future fans and patrons <laughs> out the door? I have never heard of them Oh my goodness Well, uh, yes, they're they're very, very famous Yes Very, very famous Right? Right, uh, Michael Marno? But more,
3: but more of a Local rock and roll cover band With some original songs
2: Right Which uh, very much sounds like The opposite of famous But that's okay yep. But we do love Scumpy, even though he uh, attempts to corrupt us. Oh, hello to uh, Rocky Huber, uh, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. Well, I think we should, uh, we'll should. we take a break. Uh, we are at the top of the hour. Of course, this is Matt Connerton, Unleashed on WMNH 95.3, sponsored by the Hopknot. Are you uh, sticking around, Michael Martino? Yes, I am. Okay. So, uh, I just want to make sure you're not uh, leaving here and you're going to go uh, rob a liquor store or something with uh, Scumpy. <laughs> I mean I don't, no All right. Uh, who would be the wheelman in that case? Uh cuz one guy's got to go in and rob the and the other guy's got to be ready with the car. I'm uh, I'm, I'm not going to convict myself anymore. Uh that's very wise, my friend. That is very not without a lawyer present, right? Am I right? Correct. Yes, yes. All right, so we will take a break, and uh, Michael Martineau is here with us, and I'm going to play this. You know, Scumpy always requests a kiss song, so here it is, as promised. This is from Killers. This is called Partners in Crime. And we've already learned a lot here today, my friends, and sitting at the news desk, Mr. Michael Martineau. Oh, I didn't put your mic back on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thanks for having me. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, The number to call is 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can also send a text to 617-917-4476, if you so choose. You can tweet me, at Matt Connerton. You can email me, matt at ipmnation.com. And if you text, tweet, or email, I will read that on the show. As long as there's no profanity in it. We cannot use bad words. Although I could read them and self-edit, but I'm telling you right now, If you send me a limerick and I so much as see the word Nantucket, I will not be reading that on the air. Uh, It might give me a good hearty chuckle, but I won't be able to read it out aloud. So keep that in mind. But you can give us a call at 603-250-6007. I'll tell you this. I'd really like to hear from Scumpy today. He's got some explaining to do, as uh, Desi Arnaz used to say to Lucy. Remember that? Lucy, you got some explaining to do? I think that's how he said it, explaining. He's Cuban. Oh, <laughs> from Chips. No, 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 from uh, I Love Lucy. For my time. Yes. Let's see. So uh, I did uh, I did play some Kiss there. I played uh, Partners in Crime. And then per request of Brian Mackey, uh, Detroit Rock City from Alive 2, Brian says, uh, I went to Kiss in my teens straight and left wasted, LOL. The energy is nuts. Yes, and I also played uh, Renegades of Funk, of course, for uh, 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 Stefan. Forgot his name there for a second. Stefan Philbrook, one of our top fans. He wanted to hear some uh, Renegades of Funk. Let's see. uh, John Hopwood is uh, texting me. What is this? He sent me a link. Should I click this link, Michael Martino, from John Hopwood on the uh, text line? Let's see what happens. Yes, from the Daily Coast. Oh, the Daily Coast. They're a bunch of commies. MRFF says Halloween twice for the children on military base. Oh, yes, MRFF, the Military Religious Freedom Foundation. So this was published today on the Daily Coast. Uh, Second only to Christmas. Halloween is the holiday for which service members contact the MRFF about issues of their command forcing fundamentalist Christian religious views on them, it is one thing for a base chapel to hold an alternative event, such as Robbins Air Force Base's Hallelujah Night, which is run by the chapel, uh, completely voluntary and doesn't stop others from celebrating Halloween in a normal way. That's fine, but it's quite another thing when a commander attempts to cancel Halloween activities altogether because their personal religious beliefs deem Halloween... To be a satanic holiday. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was trying to get the uh, air horn for that. Anytime I say uh, satanic holiday, uh, Michael Martineau, I like to uh, use the air horn. By the way, my father, my devout Catholic father loves Halloween. It is not a celebration of Satan. but uh, Or maybe it is. Uh, Let's see. It says, so that's what happened this year at one military base. A commander whose religious opinion is that Halloween is disrespectful to Christian personnel because it elevates Satan over Christ tried to stop the base's annual Halloween party. Fortunately, excuse me, fortunately, uh, one of the service members who had been working hard since July to plan this year's Halloween party was told about MRFF and contacted us about the situation, and MRFF founder and president, Mikey Weinstein, who's been on the show a a few times now, uh, stepped in. The next day, the commander rescinded their order canceling the Halloween party, but not without the condition that nobody wear costumes that were of a satanic nature or celebrating Satan, such as, quote, devil, demon, witch, vampire, monster, or skeleton. Even a skeleton? How's that satanic? The list of... I mean, we all have a skeleton. The list of banned costumes even included a pumpkin, apparently because the commander, for some reason, finds pumpkins to be satanic. Yes. I often... I have noticed, uh, Michael Martineau, if if I'm eating a delicious pumpkin pie, I start to have evil thoughts. Really? Yeah. I've never admitted that before. Because... um, That's just not something you want to tell people. But now everyone knows. Don't feed me pumpkin pie. Uh, MRFF, uh, I'm kidding. Of course you can feed me pumpkin pie. I just can't be held responsible for the consequences because I've warned you. Uh, MRFF uh, stepped in for a second time and the costume restrictions were dropped. So... And again, MRFF is the Military Religious Freedom Foundation. How do you feel about this, Michael Marno? Do you feel that Halloween is satanic and a celebration of Satan? I don't. I don't believe that it's satanic at all. Right. I agree. There was um, years ago. Let me see if I could find it. There was a town. A religious town where they were doing something uh as an alternative to Halloween. This is one hundred percent legit. This isn't me doing a bit or trying to be funny. This is completely true. Back in twenty eleven, uh there was uh something called Jesus uh as an alternative to Halloween. Uh don't anyone get mad at me. Again, this is actually this this is real. This was not my idea. Uh this isn't me trying to be funny. So, uh, Jesus Ween, a Christian group promotes godly alternative to Halloween. This is from HuffPost. This is from back in 2011. Uh, It's got costumes, it's got candy, but for some, what Halloween appears to be lacking is Christianity. To combat this apparent imbalance, one Christian group is promoting what it calls Jesus Ween, a faith-based alternative to the holiday. The group's website says, quote, We are focused on helping people live a better life. Throughout the year, and especially from October 31st till November 15th, we hold several seminars on various helpful topics. Unquote. Ween participants are expected to hand out Bibles and other Christian gifts in quote a friendly way, according to a promotional video. Instead of costumes, participants are supposed to wear white to symbolize righteousness. Gawker told uh, I'm sorry. Gawker spoke to the events creator, Pastor Paul. Aid, who runs a congregation in Calgary, he described the motivation behind it. Quote, Halloween is not consistent with the Christian faith. Many people say they feel uncomfortable on that day. We think people should choose an alternative activity. Unquote. The group's Facebook page also makes similarly lofty predictions of success, stating that the day, quote, is expected to become the most effective Christian outreach day ever. Unquote. Uh, satirical, uh, I'm sorry, satirical rather. Website The Onion has a different take on the proposed new holiday, and they wrote, "What they forgot to take into account, though, is the fact that those heavy Bibles are going to be hard to carry around all night. Many a child's candy sack will break. Won't someone think of the children?" I agree. What do you think, Michael Martineau? Would you uh, do you support this uh, Jesus ween? sounds wrong for multiple reasons, but do you support this? Man of faith as yourself? Actually, you kind of aren't. Are you an atheist, Michael Martineau? No, I'm not. Okay. Because I kind of got that vibe, and you've been hanging around with Scumpy. And Scumpy, despite being a Trump supporter, and of course Donald Trump being the most godly of presidents, Scumpy himself, I think, has shown himself to be quite godless. Halloween has Halloween has
3: been a great, great holiday for me throughout my years. So, seeing an alternative version of it, it doesn't really phase me. But um, yeah, I, I I don't really have a response.
2: Right. I mean, uh, like I said, even my uh, even my very Catholic father likes uh, Halloween. Brian Mackey says, you have mail. Oh. Let me see if I can open that, Brian. Um, Tyler, boy, how do you say this? Tyler Frillufstiv McGinnis uh, says, uh, can you sell the couch? Good couch. Will you sell? Ah. Uh, we should probably sell it before uh before Michael and Scumpy uh, steal it in the middle of the night. Not that I think you would do that. Uh Brian says, splain it, Lucy, referring to uh I love Lucy. Uh, Doug Limpwurst says, uh, do you even lift, bra? Oh, Doug is uh I wonder if he's he's probably addressing that to you, Michael Martineau, because earlier we were discussing uh EZG, Eric Gagnon, and of course, his uh, giant muscles, and how he probably would have handled it had he been in that situation, uh, where uh, someone was trying to throw him out, he would have hulked up. No, I, no, I, I,
3: I do not lift. I do get my exercise, but I, I, I do not lift.
2: Right. Yes. Uh, let's see. Rhonda says, "Love kiss, uh, have to." I'm a Detroit girl, born and raised, actually a suburb of. I was at the concert where Paul Stanley was rushed to the hospital. They did the show without him, and it was great. Yeah, that was the one time. I mean, I wasn't there, but um, yeah, as a Kiss fan, I'm well aware of it. That was uh, the one time that the band has performed a full concert as a trio because Paul Stanley has uh, an irregular heartbeat, I believe, and he actually was unconscious. He was found unconscious uh, before the show, so they, uh, they performed that night without him. And Paul's uh, Paul's fine. He re- recovered. Uh, Doug Limpwurst says white people problems, probably referring to the Jesus wean debacle. Uh, Rhonda says horse pucky, probably referring to the idea of Halloween being satanic.
1: It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The just because deal.
0: Hey, oh, what's this?
7: Breakfast from Mickey D's. For me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot.
0: There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.
2: Uh, Joe Rodriguez says, yes, man. I'm also here from the Craigslist ad for the sectional eight couch. I don't think that that now since you're online, you'll be able to see. I'm going to put the uh, I've put the camera on the couch. Now, Joe, as you watch on Facebook, and of course for those of you that are listening, whether it's in your vehicles as you uh, make your afternoon commute or whatever it may be, uh, you know, radio is theater of the mind. But if you're watching online, as you can see, Joe, uh, that is not a uh, sectional couch. That's just uh, it's just a plain old. Couch, it's uh, it's it's just a couch. You know, as Freud once said, sometimes a couch is just a couch. Am I right, Michael Martino? Yeah. Yep, a couch is just a couch. A couch is just a couch. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental thing. My dad used to sing that to me when I was a kid. Isn't that nice? He called into the show the other day, too, but he didn't sing to me. He called in to sing the praises of our president, Donald John Trump. I did mention my father's devout Catholic. And Donald Trump, the most godly of presidents, would you not agree? Did you hear about the... I don't know why that's funny. Did you hear about
3: the dream I had, Michael Martineau? No, no, I'm I'm looking at the next comment in the Facebook
2: Live room. Oh, I thought you were amused by my uh, comment about Trump being the most godly of presidents. Did you hear about the dream that I had? No, I didn't. I dreamt that I died. I had an out-of-body experience. St. Peter came and got me, and he took me to heaven. And he, uh, he sat me down for a, a quick uh, intake interview, and then he brought me in to meet the big guy. You know who I mean when I say the big guy, right? And uh, he brought me into his office. He's got a big golden desk, and on the wall behind him, is a giant portrait of Ronald Wilson Reagan. And next to that, of course, a giant American flag, because we are God's favorite, as I think everyone knows. And then off to the side, a big life-size cardboard cutout of Donald John Trump, the most godly of presidents. And then I woke up. What do you think happened there, Michael Martineau? Was it a dream, or did I go to heaven? I think it was just a dream. I think it was just a dream, too, and you know how I know? Because I'm pro-choice and pro-gay marriage, so clearly I am doomed to burn in hell. I think that's uh, fair to say. Uh, let's see, Brian Mackey's asking the big guy Trump. No, 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 although Trump is a big guy. He's, um, he's obese, literally. Like, he's obese, but uh, the White House doctor won't say that. Remember that? Uh, remember when Trump was running during the campaign, and that that guy, the weird doctor there, I forget his name. He wrote that letter that said something like, "If Trump is elected president, he'll be the healthiest president in like the history of the galaxy." He's and he's got the body of an Adonis or something. I may have added that part, the body of the Adonis, because I'm thinking about Easy G and his rippling muscles. I don't mean I'm thinking about him like I'm, you know, thinking about. I just mean I just it just occurred to me. You understand what I'm saying, uh, Michael Martino? Yeah, I'm just reading the comments in the in the Facebook Live room right now. Uh, oh my goodness, yes, there are probably some good ones. Let's see. Uh, Joe Rodriguez says, "Yes, ma'am, I'm also here." Oh, I read that already. Joe says, "I got 20 bucks and five Newport's on the couch." Are you willing to outbid him, uh, Michael Martino? Twenty bucks and five Newport's. I assume he means cigarettes. You don't smoke. I do not. Because I was going to give you the Newport's if you came and bought the couch. Like I'll take the twenty, and well, actually, I have to give part of that to Scumpy for protection money for the racket, you know. But he's probably he's going to get sent up the river though eventually on Rico. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean Rico Suave. You know what I'm saying there, uh, Michael Martino? Hope so. Yeah, I think you do. Oh, I think you do. No need to be coy, Roy. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's see. Joe says, I'm also interested in your stolen Honda Civic. Yikes. Okay, Joe. We're not going to talk about the Honda Civic on the air. That's that's for an off-air conversation. No texting, no emailing, no Facebook messaging. That's, uh, we're going to discuss that when we're each on a burner phone. Okay. And don't get me in trouble with scumpy. Cause you know, I got to cut him in on a piece of the action. Scumpy always gets a piece of the action. Uh, Michael Martineau, as you know, you've seen that up close. Really? Stefan? Oh my God. Oh no. What did Stefan say? Are you taking bids on the couch? Yeah, well, apparently we are. So Joe said 20 bucks and five Newports. So, what say you, Stefan? What will you give us for that beautiful couch? I'm going to try to get to this uh, email here that uh, our friend Brian in Idaho sent us. Claude Johnson says, Show Bob. I don't know what that means. What does that mean, Michael Martino? No, show Bob. Who's this Bob? Do you know who Bob is? I have no idea. Hmm. Sometimes I think you know more than you let on, Michael Martino. Sometimes I think you know more than you let on. Hmm. Yes. I'm trying to stall while I look for this email. Sometimes Facebook makes it difficult. You ever notice that? Facebook makes everything difficult. This should be easy to get to. Yeah, why is it hard to get to? Maybe this Claude Johnson knows a thing or two about it. Okay. No, now it's not. What is the problem here? Show by. Bo- oh, I'm not going to say that second part there, uh, Claude Johnson. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know if you Me can. I don't know if you can say that. Maybe you can say that. I'm not going to risk it. Why is this giving me such a hard time? Like I can see the note I can see the notification that you sent me something Brian but then I can't get to the actual uh thing. Why is it doing this to me? I can pull it up on my phone though for some reason. So maybe I'll just pull it up on my phone and plug my phone into the board and play whatever you sent me. But now I'm not seeing that either. What the hell is going on here? What is going on here, Michael Martin? No idea. It's all craziness. It's out of control. Do you know what Stefan is offering? Do you want to know? Yeah. What What is uh,
3: Stefan offering us? Um, a Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts gift card with two fourteen left on it, a half-eaten Snickers bar, a handful of loose change, a couple of td baked pens, and an unopened bag of rags. Of an
2: unopened bag of wags of n- new new wags. Seriously? Joe Rodriguez offered us 20 bucks and five Newports. No, I was up to six. S- six Newports? Stefan, you got to step it up, dude. I don't want to have, what, a half eaten Snickers bar? That's probably got germs on it if somebody yes. already ate half. <laughs> Would you eat that, Michael Martino? No, but I'll take. Uh, I won't say anything. Nope. Oh right, because you don't want Scumpy to hear, and then uh, you get in trouble with Scumpy. Say for not uh, cutting you in.
3: Say we transfer download whatever that is.
2: Oh, that's might. Okay, I think I know where that is. Well, we'll grab this call, and then we'll uh, we'll check that out. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, my ad. It's Brian. Oh, Brian Mackey from Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah. What's going on, brother? <laughs>
8: Nothing. Uh, what I sent you is a WeTransfer download. I'm just I'm just having the time of my life over here. Oh, good. Today, and it it was just a thank you for playing the kiss and some other stuff. So.
2: Oh, okay.
8: Um, I you know I am not a political guy, but I love your show. Uh, I love Jenny's input, and I love these other two guys. Michael and Easy G, and um, you know I, I I I don't know if I brought this up in the past but you know I I you were talking about alcohol <laughs> AA earlier on on the cuff, but you know I left the East Coast because of severe mental illness interrupting my life and medical oh. and stuff like that oh wow and I came out here to Idaho and it was like night and day. You know, Rhode Island was, like, bankrupt. There's there, you know, uh, and you couldn't get any medical. So now out here, with uh, it's a completely different way of life. But I, I miss the East Coast. I miss the East Coast Fund, and I miss the Seekonk Mass, uh, you know, raceway and things like that. So I just wanted to get on here because I can't get in here through Skype and whatnot and let you know that, I enjoy what you're doing. I enjoy the people, and uh, thanks for doing it. It's just a, oh. a lot of fun for me. It's uh,
2: well, thank you. I don't
8: want to say it's therapy, but it's real close. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, that's uh, that's wonderful <laughs> to hear, Brian. Thank you so much. How 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 long have you how long have you been out there? By the way, how how long ago did you leave us? I I moved out here in 2016
8: because I simply could not get health insurance. Uh, now, on the East Coast, the, the East Coast mentality is more about treating the problem. With, with my mental illness, it takes a variety of meds, and they were all about it. And I had a good quality of life except for being able to pay for those meds. Yeah. And I moved out here, and I could pay for everything, but they're all like, yeah, we want to get you off of that. I'm like, why? I My quality of life is great. And they're like, well, we don't believe in it out here, so... Here we are, fast forward three years later, I'm suffering, looking for an outlet to relieve all this anxiety and depression, and I found your show. uh, Bottom line is they don't have the same mentality of treating the problem and backing up quality of life. They think that you should be med free and just do it on your own and breathe deep. Uh, as you know, uh, Pink Floyd would say, but you know they were on acid, so right. that's a completely different <laughs> story. But the problem is, you can't breathe deep. You can't fix it. Um, you know. So again, you guys, you you and other radio hosts and podcasters that put themselves out there don't or may not know. I'm just going to say, you may not know the impact you have on people all around the U S maybe all around the world. Uh, when you wow. have a show that's dedicated to fun and, uh, y- you know, just, just having a good time and brightening somebody's day, be it accidental or be it on purpose. So I don't want to oh, wow. tie it up, man. I just wanted to call in, um, and, uh, spend my 50 cents today.
2: Well, Brian, wow. Well, thank you so much, my friend. That is, uh, that is wonderful to hear. You, you, your words, um, you know, and and I, you know, I'm I'm silly and I goof around a lot. But in all seriousness, so w- what you said uh, really means a lot to me. Thank you.
8: Yeah. Well, it again, it it, you know, uh, I I don't know if you know it, it's accidental or if it's on purpose or in the back of your mind, you're going. You know, uh, I love what I'm doing. You obviously do, or you wouldn't be doing it. Radio is a very tough business, uh, and it's very cutthroat, but, you know, in, in it's 2019, the world's a mess, everything's a mess, it doesn't matter who's, who's sitting as POTUS, the whole world's a mess, but there's a lot of people, I'm 62 years old, I'm a baby boomer, I went through acid, and I went through pot, and I went through all that crap, and I went through the recessions, and I went through this, and I went through that, and we're all just looking for a way to smile, mm-hmm. you know, just a way to get up. You know, it's easy to roll out of bed in the morning. for Somebody my age, the hard part's getting up off the floor. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we're all just looking for a way to smile, man. Right. And I just, you know, when somebody like yourself brings it out there, be it intentional or unintentional, uh, you deserve some kudos to get you motivated to keep it going. You know, uh, Jenny's a hoot, uh, you know, and the, and the rest of the guys are a hoot. And uh, I love Chris. I almost sent Chris a care package for his podcast. I just can't afford the shipping, you know. So it's something we'll bring up maybe behind the scenes in email. But sure, let me sure. get out here and let you finish the show before it gets too sappy. But <laughs> I just want to say thanks, man. a big oh. thank you from me. It doesn't matter where I'm at, Idaho or, you know, Seacock or Barrington, Rhode Island, it's Just a big
2: thanks, buddy. Wow, Brian. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. All right. right. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) All right, brother. Take care. (laughs) Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Brian Mackey from Idaho. And now that we finished the call with Brian, I finally got this email open, so we'll go ahead and play it. (laughs)
8: Oh, my. This is a whole lot of fun. Hey, Matt. Hey, crew. Brian from Idaho, got everybody on the desktop. I don't know if it's, if it's all coming in, but hey, Matt, thanks for playing The Kiss, man. That rocks. Uh, I, I really enjoy the show. It's a lot of fun. I'm really not political, but uh, everything else I enjoy. So kudos to you and Jenny and,
2: and the gang down there. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great show. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right, very nice, very nice. Now I know it, it. actually opens much easier if I do it on this computer as opposed to my MacBook. So that's good to know for uh, for the future. If Brian uh, sends us uh, and you know Brian, send us something anytime and call anytime uh, during the show. That was really nice. He almost uh, he almost made me cry, Michael Martino. You know, underneath the radio persona, I'm a very sensitive man. That's why I, I get so uh, concerned about uh, Scumpy uh, leading you down the primrose path. As I'm sure you are. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Oh, thumbs up in the chat from Brian Mackey. Uh, Mike Pelapita joins us and says, hi, everyone. Hello, Mike. Uh, Joe Rodriguez is asking, do you accept EBT for the couch? I don't think there's a way for us to accept EBT. No. Um. Either technologically nor legally, right? Correct. Because EBT is more for like... Uh, food and stuff yes yeah i always hear um whatever the subject of ebt comes up you know if i'm talking to one of my republican friends who as far as i know they're all still speaking to me uh i i can't figure out why but uh you know they have all these stories about these people who uh use ebt cards and go out and buy these uh lobster dinners and uh in-ground uh, swimming pools and uh, uh, everything with their EBT cards. And it's uh, not how it actually works. No, indeed. <laughs> not how it works. It, it bothers me, actually, the uh, the demonization of poor people. Really, uh, it sticks in my craw, to use an expression that I'm not sure anyone actually says anymore. Do the young people say that, uh, Michael Martin? No, you would know. Do, do the young people say that sticks in my craw? <laughs> that's the first time. I'm, that's the first time I'm hearing of it. Right, right. What about uh, that's uh, stuck in my grill or something? Do they? Do the young people still talk about things being in their grill? I you have an actual grill in your teeth. Not, not, not really. Right, right. Did you say? Oh, did you say that the other night at the Davion when the guy asked you to leave? Did you say? Hey, man, why don't you not be stuck all up in my grill? I did not, and that would be disrespectful. Mm, that's very mature of you. You're far more mature than I am, which is weird because you're only 25 years old. I would have been like, yo, man, you're all stuck up in my grill and stuff. You're like, uh, like a piece of corn stuck between my teeth. Uh, I probably wouldn't have gone quite that far. That'd be a bit much, right? Because then, you know, you say that to somebody, you start talking about corn. Next thing you know, you're engaged in fisticuffs. Are you glad that you didn't, uh, that you ended up uh, getting the job as dishwasher and not having to be a bouncer at the farm? Because you probably would have had to engage in fisticuffs with unruly patrons if you were a bouncer, right? Hopefully not, but I, I, I like the dishwashing
3: job right now. It, it's going great. Um, some, some, it's going to wear me out eventually with these,
2: these long nights, but mm. I'll make it through. Now, um, you don't ever engage in fisticuffs when you're washing dishes, right? Nope. All right. How do you feel about that? Are you relieved or is there a part of you that's kind of like, eh, kind of like some action? I'm relieved. I don't have to do that. I, I,
3: I get to stay in the back of the house and just my thing and make sure they have enough points and, and whatnot.
2: But uh, if you had to, uh, you could give someone a, a Stone Cold Stunner. I could, but mm. maybe that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Rodriguez says, speaking of grill, are those teeth divorced or recently separated? Whose teeth? I have perfect teeth. Is he talking about your teeth? I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. I can't even see your, uh... No, your teeth are fine. Yeah. I don't know whose teeth he's talking about. I have... Do you want to know how perfect my teeth are, Michael Martineau? Sure. Why not? I... I, Not to brag. I got lucky on this one genetically. I have never had a cavity. Really? I've never had a cavity. And the reason is... Or I, I assume the reason is... So neither of my parents have ever had a cavity either. So... As the offspring of two parents with perfect teeth, I just have like super indestructible teeth. And my dentist even told me, and this was like 20 years ago, my dentist said to me, he goes, you know, I probably shouldn't be telling you this. So don't, don't get complacent. But if you've gotten this far in life without ever having had a cavity, you're probably not ever going to have one. You're just not prone to cavities. So, and I just, uh, I just have like super teeth. I got the chompers. I have like the teeth of a panther. I could, uh, uh, I could be out in the wilderness and still eat. I could just like uh, with my super teeth, I could jump into a gazelle and just uh, feast. It's pretty impressive, huh? Yep. Thank you. I do need that validation, Michael Martineau, because uh, you know I'm very insecure. I'm mean, even with my phenomenal teeth, I still have insecurities, and uh, I'm all too aware of my flaws and foibles. I may need counseling. The couch is not for sale, guys. Oh, no. Is somebody still... No. What do we guess again? Joe. Brian Mackey says, LOL, they don't know what a craw is. Oh, referring to the stuck in my craw. I don't know what a craw is, to be honest with you. I just know that it's not pleasant to have something stuck in it, whatever it may be. Uh, let's see. Jenny says, uh replying to Joe. Uh, Joe says... I'm just here for the couch. Yeah. But you kind of have to be here for the couch. Like, you have to be here to, to carry it down. I mean, well, you could, I mean, if Joe came for the couch, you could help him, right? You'd help him carry it out? I mean, you could probably put that thing on your back. I mean, you were almost a bouncer at the farm. You could, you're strong. You're like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Isn't there a scene in Roadhouse where he has to carry uh, an entire big heavy couch on his back? I might be thinking of a different movie. Maybe it's Ghost. I, Sorry. Go
3: ahead. I have a definition. I have a def- definition now. For, for craw? Yeah, well, uh, so, craw is is the crop of a bird or insect, so I, I would probably a beak or something, but oh. there's a Idiom for car, stick in one's car. The cause considerable or abiding resentment Wankel, He mm. said I was pompous and that really stuck in my car.
2: Right. No, that's great. Thank you for looking that up. I, as a general rule, and this is just me, and again, I make no judgments about anyone else's proclivities. I don't really want anything stuck in anything. You know what I mean? You know yep. i mean michael yeah you know like i just don't uh you know but anyway i mean th- th- that's just a matter of personal policy uh oh brian says i'm thinking of a different movie uh brian also sa- oh well first joe asks does that couch pull out because i don't oh well that deserves a uh where'd my air horn go michael have you seen my air horn <laughs> i'm not that deserves an air horn um, uh, let's see. Uh no, uh, the couch, uh, let me put that back on the couch. That couch does not pull out. That couch doesn't do anything. I had to, by the way, this is true. I had to yell at John Hopwood the other day, who's, of course celebrating his uh, 90th birthday. I had to yell at him the other day because he comes in here and he's like, "I'm just here to take a nap And he just stretches out on the couch. Don't you show? Well, it was right before my show. He thought he was just going to stretch out and listen. And I said, "Uh, no, Uh, that already uh, was an issue with someone else. And I was specifically told that is frowned upon in this establishment. You can't just lay on the couch and stretch out during the show. Because then it looks like somebody passed out on the couch. And besides, do you really want to stretch out on that couch? I mean, it's one thing to sit on it. But do you really want to stretch out on No. It? I mean, I remember, you know, I've played in a lot of bands, uh Michael Martino. And I remember uh you know, the the last band that I was in that had a rehearsal space over at Morgan Storage here in Manchester. Uh we had a couch in our uh in our band room and uh ah, it was uh you know, I'm not even going to go any further with that. But uh let's just say it was well used. And uh, gross, but would work okay in a pinch. That's all I'm going to say about it, uh, Michael. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to be like Scumpy and lead you down the primrose path and corrupt you and uh, rob you of your innocence the way that he has and and his satanic music. Uh, Brian says, "Why is the couch even for sale? Raffle it off for cancer." Well, see, the thing is, and that's a great idea, Brian. But I'm not sure that the couch actually is for sale. Because there's one, there's one problem. If we do sell the couch or raffle it off, then we don't have a couch. We need a couch. Now, like, over a year ago, there was at one point some talk that Mike Doyle, you know Mike Doyle, yep. frequently on the morning show with uh, Peter White. I think he usually goes on on Fridays. Mike Doyle, had said something about getting us a new couch. I don't know whatever happened to that. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Waltius Reed uh, joins us in the Facebook live chat. Hello, sir. Brian says, Air Horn is in the craw, lol. No, Air Horn is uh, in the soundboard. There we go. I'm kidding. It's not really in the soundboard, it's an actual Air Horn. I have someone uh, who uh, stands in the corner off camera and blows into it. Uh, ben, Well, you don't really blow into it. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, Benjamin John Wilcox uh, uh, says, Ashanti sent me for the couch. Oh, Ashanti. She had some hits. Whatever happened to Ashanti? Do you remember Ashanti, uh, Michael Martineau? Not really. Yeah, I barely remember but she had some hits. I would... Uh, I'd let Ashanti have the couch if she showed up here. I don't think I'd say no to her. I don't think you would either, would you, Michael Martin? No.
3: I'm just, these, these comments are hilarious.
2: I know. Yeah. Waltius Reed says, rocking, rocking, and rolling, in quotes. I don't know what you mean by that, Uh, uh Joe Rodriguez says, uh, me and Pookie already got 20 bucks and six Newports on it. You and Pookie are going in on the couch together? Well, that's good. Then they can carry it. And then uh, you won't have to carry it, Michael. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be like Patrick Swayze in that movie. (laughs) Benjamin John Wilcox says, You got 10 viewers who most of us want you to start the couch auction. I'll bid 22 if it's got love stains. Let's see. Let me put the camera back on the couch. Now, This couch, I don't think, I mean, I have 20-20 vision, and I don't see any, uh, but we don't know what's lurking under that cover. Yeah. What do you think, Michael Martino? does that look stained? With the cover? No. Don't know.
3: But we don't know what's underneath it, so.
2: Right. We really don't. And it's what's underneath that so often matters, because things have a way of seeping through. You know what I mean? Yep. Now, the, uh, the other couch I was describing, that had some stains, if you know what I mean. But that one's that one's long gone. I don't even know where it ended up. So, there you go. Uh, let's see. Joe Rodriguez says, it's a nice couch, though. I would say, I wouldn't say it's nice. Would you say that's a nice couch? It's okay. I would say
3: adequate at best. Yeah, adequate at best for sitting, sitting, down, sitting down and... But just being in a way of you show—it's really not even
2: that comfortable to sit on. To be honest, no, it really isn't. Uh, Waltius says, uh, "Dude, snoozing on couch might make for interesting convo. Maybe even a humorous prop." LOL. No, no, that—that's that, I was told. I was told in no uncertain terms. No one can be snoozing on the couch. The weirdest thing about that though in the case of john hopwood is so he comes in i think ezg was here that day he's like oh i'm just gonna stretch out on the couch
0: the just because deal hey oh what's this
2: breakfast from mickey d's
0: for me yep why
7: because it's morning and you like mcdonald's let's eat while
0: it's hot there's a deal for every act of kindness at mcdonald's The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story.
7: I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called, and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh,
1: oh, oh, O'Reilly
0: Auto Parts.
2: I'm not going to participate in the show. But you know, I mean, he can't go, he can't just listen to other people talk and not talk. It's John Opwood. So he would have been sitting up within minutes maybe seconds into the show and would have been talking. So uh, Jenny says, I hear 22. Do I have 50? 50 for that couch? Wow. Score. Uh, Brian shared something as a suggestion to close the show today. Uh, We'll see. It's opening. It's trying to open. It will open. It's a YouTube uh, link, but it's sometimes the Internet like uh, runs slow here. And sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Let's see. Waltia says it's got a cover on it. Who knows what lies underneath? Brian says it's a nice couch cover. It's an adequate. uh... Oh, sure. We can play that at the end. Little ACDC. It's an adequate uh, couch cover. I don't know. Like, uh what do you think, Michael? Would you want that? I'm not suggesting you bid on it. In fact, you being here on the show today, uh, it would be a conflict of interest for you to bid on it, I yeah, think. Yeah. But would you want that in your living room? Let me put the camera back on it. I'm just realizing how lopsided it is. I never even noticed that before. Like I'm looking at it and one side is higher than the other. It's kind of lopsided. I have a different angle off it, so it's um Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Uh, Jenny says uh, it's a holy one even. Does it have holes in it? The couch cover? Probably does. I don't know. Well, anyway, so we're out of time. We got to go. We got to wrap up. Michael Martineau, thank you so much, my friend, for being here today. You are welcome. This was an unexpected treat. Thank you for sharing uh, that story about uh, what happened at the Davion. And uh, I think Scumpy has some explaining to do. But uh, you stay out of trouble. We'll do. All right. All right. Very good. Thank you to everybody who participated in the Facebook live chat today. Uh, Thank you to Brian Mackey for calling in, as well as uh, EZG, Eric Gagnon. And uh, let's see. Heidi Hamer, too. Heidi Hamer? Oh, yes, yes. I forgot. You know know why I forget? Because she doesn't identify herself when she calls. But we know her voice. So, yes, thank you to the Honorable Heidi Hamer. And uh, if you missed any part of today's show, you can catch it online. And of course, uh, don't forget the morning show uh, with the great Peter White. You can hear. Uh, will you be? Have you been on there recently, Michael? Um,
3: a couple weeks ago, but it's with with my work schedule now. It's kind of late our time, but I'll I'll be back on there
2: eventually. Excellent, excellent. All right, so we got to go. We got to get out of here. Uh, don't forget the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, a great place for gourmet pretzels and beverages and so forth. Wonderful. 1000 Elm Street in the Brady Sullivan Plaza. And we're very honored and privileged to have them as a sponsor. And... That's it for us for now. Talk at y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our
3: dough fresh every day.
2: We make a variety of styles
3: of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do
7: the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel
2: sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brave. Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. So, our new new friend from yesterday, uh, Stephen Comley Comley Sr., uh, just popped in and he grabbed the bathroom key to go use the restroom. And I, I assume he wants to uh, join us uh, on the show today. That's good. Now I can leave. So uh, no, you're not leaving me alone. Yeah, I, I, I want to go over to
9: City Hall. I got so, something. So off. everything I
2: everything <laughs> I heard was true. Like uh, once he's uh, you know in there, he doesn't uh, ever go away. That's what I've been hearing about him over the last uh, twenty. You mean when hours. he goes into the crapper? No, when he uh, when he uh, gets in on your show, he just he then just never leaves. I'll hear <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that until after the fact. So, but uh, anyway, uh, no, this is fascinating. So, what's fascinating? In an interview, this is from CNN, in an interview with the Washington Examiner today, or I'm sorry, this was yesterday, <laughs> Trump floated an idea. Quote, at, I'm sorry. An idea? I come should, on. When, when's the last
9: time well, Trump had
2: an idea? I should do this in character. And I know my Trump impression is terrible, but I will do the arm movements for those of you watching online. So, I think that makes up for it. At some point, I'm going to sit down perhaps as a fireside chat on live television and i will read the transcript of the call because people have to hear it when you read it it's a straight call unquote so he said this of his uh july 25th call with ukrainian uh, president uh, vladimir zelensky uh so that would be an incredibly bad idea again this is uh from cnn uh why well for several reasons the biggest of which is this the transcript is pretty damn close to a smoking gun. In it, Trump makes clear uh, the United States does a lot for Ukraine, that Ukraine has not reciprocated, asks Zelensky to look into Joe Biden and the former vice president, son Hunter, and says he will put Zelensky in touch with Rudy Giuliani and Attorney General uh, Bill Barr. While Trump doesn't specifically use the words quid pro quo, the ask and the context around it seems pretty straightforward. So, it you know, it, it just goes on to... Um, we all know about that. We've been talking about that a lot on the show. But how fascinating would that be, a fireside chat with uh, President Trump? Haven't we already had them? That should be on pay-per-view. What do you mean? A fireside chat? Yeah, hasn't he addressed the nation before? Yeah, but not like uh, sitting next to a fireplace. Maybe he should give a malaise speech like Jimmy Carter. Well, the fireside chats
9: were for Franklin Delano Roosevelt because he had to go on the radio because... Uh, most of the newspapers were against him.
2: Yeah, but wasn't Carter the last one to actually literally do the fireside like? Oh, chat? yeah, yeah.
9: It used to be a big thing when the president would go on TV. and you know, But there was only three networks, man, and nobody watched PBS except Tots and Tykes.
2: I want Trump to do it, but I want him to do the Carter speech where he just sits there and he's like, We're suffering from a crisis of confidence. Malays. Malays. So a malaise is set in, uh, and that's why they're trying to impeach me. I think that will be got, fascinating. Later, he got fresh
9: with uh, Jackie Kennedy. That didn't help much,
2: right? Yes, oh, yeah.
9: but you know, I they say now that Marlon Brando got fresh with Jackie Kennedy.
2: So I think Mister Comley is trying to. Uh, what is he doing?
9: How do I know?
2: You're the one who. <laughs> i the one
9: who blew him on. He,
2: he's he's left the room again. Maybe he's gonna. But he has some. He clearly has some important documents in his hand, and I think he's trying to uh, rouse someone in the office. But I don't think there's anyone here this late on a Not Friday. Not after 3.30. Yeah, I think we're the only ones here. <laughs> well, they
9: leave at like 3.30 because they're here at 7 or 8 or something.
2: Yeah, they're they're here very early in the morning. And we have Do a call. Let's uh, grab this call. <laughs> you want me to lock the door? No, no, he left some of his stuff in here. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. It's Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, have you heard
10: the latest about Trump?
2: What? There's always something new every five minutes. What's the latest? <laughs> I
10: know. It was on the news this morning. Yeah. That Trump is leaving New York. Oh,
2: oh yeah. yes. He's moving to uh Florida. No state.
10: Yeah, plans. down to his place right. down yeah, down in uh where he's got his place now. No wonder he wants everybody there. Yeah. He wanted the uh, United Nation there. No
2: wonder. Well if he's uh but, if he's moving to Florida, does this mean he's retiring? I hope so. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is it. Wouldn't that be good? I uh, well I don't but then know. Then we get Mike Pence. Then we get Mike Pence. Yeah. So there really is <laughs> we get no a Christian Republic. Right. So then we'll have a president who thinks that we should hurry up and have Armageddon to uh, usher in the second coming of Christ. So th- there really is no winning. This is the I
10: know. Yeah. We are always say let the best person win. So, uh
9: married uh, how did you uh get through the period of binding?
10: oh yes
2: it was a week of binding binding and yes
9: they just added the televangelist to the uh, white house staff
2: you can join us if you want uh mr Comley. are you trying to leave something for somebody well you can uh, yeah there's probably nobody there that, so, once uh, you, you take you can, over i can go over to city hall and pick something but, but you up. can you can hang out with us uh if you want yeah. chime in on uh, wh- whatever we're uh, talking about yes yeah. the the week of binding mary how did how did you survive a big fun i get a hard time hearing i don't know why oh this was the uh week of binding where uh well, we were
9: being bound to our our president against evil yes the evil very exciting and, yeah
2: what an exciting
9: time yeah oh, it, w- it was it was good yes look at all the evil that came after me this week but right we don't talk about that on matt covington in the afternoon that's right, right. yes that's for matt Co- covington uncut.
2: <laughs> yes you can, you can pull that mic
5: up if you want to chime in on anything. Oh, all right. Yeah,
9: uh, yeah, because you, C- Stephen he, da- he doesn't talk about local. We se- don't have a nuclear plant here. So we right. Have- <laughs> well, no, I'm not a one-issue
5: <laughs> candidate. I got a lot of issues. and uh,
9: Well, here's Mary LeMay. Do you have a question for a presidential candidate, Stephen Comley? Stephen uh, hey, Comley. I uh, do. Stephen
10: Comley, senior. What do you want to do about the, se- the senior citizens that's around the country that need help
1: Build casinos for
10: them. They get medicine. It is so yeah. expensive. I'm one of them. I know a lot of people out there that diabetics. Can't they afford their meds. cannot get their insulin because it's so expensive. What would you do?
5: What would I do? I, I, yeah. I've got a good answer, I think, for the cost of medical, and you can get it down. And one of the reasons is that, you know, each person... Is got to take care of themselves. They've got to eat what eat right. They got to exercise right. And That's not that, always that, the truth. No, oh, I know a lot no, of I them can't. With
10: you that way. I know I that. With you. There's a lot of people cannot do what you're saying. No, I understand on that. a budget for one, and a lot of people, like I'm one of them, yeah. love to exercise, and I can't do it because of my health.
5: Yeah, and I'll tell you, there's no question that the cost of drugs it's outrageous. And, and I mean, some of the uh, the medication is costing people twelve hundred dollars a month, and then if you go to Walmart, you can get it down to about two hundred something. That's and
10: what happened, you don't have to two hundred dollars
5: a month. So a lot of people. I are know on you do Security. That's why it's so important for you to stay involved with your government, because you know the people in Washington are more interested in getting their. Political war chest filled than they are to, then they are trying to save you money, and uh, you've right. got to continue to make your voice heard because you know our forefathers, some of them died giving that giving us the right to speak out and being involved That's in our right. government, and like you're doing, and, and you, you should be right. proud fact, of yourself. Uh, next Mary. year, I hope to go for uh, state representative
10: Ralph. up there, see if, I, see if I can change a little bit in New Hampshire.
5: Yeah, but if you like. I know that personally, that a person came to me, was paying $1,200 for the drug a month. And I told them to go to Walmart, right? Go to Walmart and they got it down to 200 something. And because see, they, a lot of the drug, a lot of the, the drugs that are being sold in Canada are a lot less. And now the the uh, pharmacies are being forced to be a bit a little lot more reasonable because they're losing the business. Yes. And the more we get out that you can lower the drugs, the better off everyone's going to be. But I think that what I said about the exercise and taking care of yourself and eating right—you know—what's it cost to go to the emergency room for a hangnail? I mean, you're talking—it's uh, expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. And, uh, but people have got to make their voice heard and demand to be represented like they should in Washington. And that's why I'm running for president of the United States. And uh, I just want to announce that I'm going to file, do the filing in, in uh, Concord at 12 o'clock on Friday the 8th, an hour before Mr. Biden's going to get there because Mr. Biden, I, oh, have, given him, to that one. I have given him information about counterfeit substandard parts that are in all the nuclear plants in the United States, including Seabrook, and he never answered my letter. But I've been in I've been in touch with his press corps in Philadelphia, and they are looking into my information. So I'm going to confront Mr. Biden you, you uh, when Delaware. he comes in Delaware. that day. He's from
9: Delaware. You mean Delaware? What? What did he Jones say? He's from Delaware. Button your shirt. Whose shirt?
2: I had a request
9: from a texter. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to
10: listen to you on the
2: TV. Are you flashing your (laughs) merkin again? All right, Mary. Thank you so much for the call. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh, boy. So you're going to confront Joe Biden.
5: Oh, yeah. Yep. And I confronted Bernie Sanders, by the way, Uh, yesterday. I confronted his uh, top uh, director, political director, Bateman. And uh, I showed him that uh, some of Bernie signed his staff in 2015, asked William Gardner, the Secretary of State of New Hampshire, to have me removed at his press conference. And I want to work with Bernie because Bernie uh, helped shut down Vermont Yankee. But he's to hold He's got to hold his, his own staff accountable, For trying to discredit my run for the presidency in 2015. Oh, so he's
9: doing to you what Hillary did to to him four years ago.
5: Yeah. Well, Hillary knows me, by the way. Oh, I know Hillary. Yeah, I confronted Hillary during a fundraiser in Virginia, and she wrote me back a letter. Thanking me for giving her information, but this she didn't act the on it.
9: So I want
5: sauce, you to know I'm gonna this be this at twelve put o'clock put on Friday the eighth, I'm gonna be filing my papers day. to become the next president of the United States as a Republican for for because we need somebody in the White House first that has compassion for people, and Trump don't. And and we need How
9: come some, you don't run for the Senate? Are you from Massachusetts?
5: Yeah, I'm from Massachusetts. Oh,
9: what's well, not an open seat? Uh, Kennedy's running against... Uh,
5: no, I like, want to run for president. I, I've earned the right to run for president. I've been investigating Washington for 34 years, and there's nobody that's investigating better than I have. No. And I'll tell you, if there's one person in Washington they don't want, it's me, because I tell the truth, and I can't be bought. And uh, I love what I'm doing. I don't like the threats of my life and my family, but that comes with the territory, unfortunately. And uh, You're so- a better
2: man than I. I mean, I tell the truth, but I'm very much for sale. Am I not, John Opwood? Well, you know, this. it is interesting
9: because I remember somebody telling me— uh, I won't mention the city or the municipality, yes. that the going rate uh, for a vote for, well, let's say a city council member, we don't want to use yep. anything that might vocalize things, Right. was $1,000, and somebody was a conduit for a bribe to him, which was very insulting because it was only a $100 bill. He pushed across his desk. Oh, my no, god. And I, I have to say, the person, you know... Was not up to taking a bribe, but maybe that was part of the insult, you know? Right. But uh, yeah, you know, I was shocked by a, uh, this. Uh, let's say municipality that you could buy a all uh, the. I mean, a city councilor for just a thousand dollars, and I'm not saying that's necessarily true. Just hearsay, right? Because in Albany, uh, back in the mid seventies, it was ten
2: thousand bucks for one of the city councilors.
5: Is that right? I think so. Mike
2: Palapita says if I... uh, That was uh, a lot of money. If I tilt my head, his unbuttoned shirt looks like it's winking. Oh, my goodness. Oh, is
9: Merkin starting It is a synthetic fabric. Oh, yeah.
2: Right. Oh, I thought he... Oh, he's talking about me. Yeah, you're Merkin. Right, yes. Well, I do have... A Merkin. An inordinate amount of chest hair, which I do believe, uh, Mr. Comley, that does disqualify me from running for office, does it not? What? (laughs) yeah. What disqualifies him is he's a Yeti.
5: I'm well, I, I'm going to drop a thousand dollars at the state house on Friday. <laughs>
9: Give me the thousand dollars. I'm running for office. You,
5: you can drop it for him. You, what you, would I spend it on? Running for school charter commission. There's like thirty thousand people. Oh wow! And yeah. I brought you. Remember the secret document I told you about? The <laughs> new You
2: mentioned that you. Uh, I'll be back. I got to go to city hall. Okay. You yes. You mentioned that <laughs> you had back. you had a secret oh. document that you had given to Peter White.
5: That's right.
2: And Peter Peter White has the document.
5: And now I got it for you. Oh,
2: well, now it's not so secret if you're also giving it to me.
5: Yeah, well, we don't (laughs) want it to be secret. And Sununu wanted it to be secret. And it says right here, part of the documents, uh, Chairman Sellen might more quickly fall into line for Governor Sununu than he would for Admiral Watkins would most quickly show Governor Sununo what the problems with the chairman selling are. Hmm. I mean it's incredible. Yes. And, and I'll tell you, Sununo's made a mockery of our democratic process. Because he's the one that got Steve Brooke licensed. And I went over to I went over to NPR by the way, in Concord, and they're looking at this information and we'll see if they're gonna put me on, because I tell you, Sununo it's got thumb on most of the press in, in, uh, in New Hampshire. No question about it.
2: Right, right.
5: They all look sideways. And I'll tell you, the other document I got for you is uh, Confessions of a Rogue Nuclear Regulator, Gregory B. Jasko, former chairman of the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And you got to especially read twelve pages 12 through 22. And you know, um, you know, Realm Emanuel, he's the mayor of Chicago. Well, he was, yes. Yeah, And he was the uh, chief of staff for um, Obama. Yes. And if a lot of actors think Obama was a um, environmentalist, well, because Harry Harry Reid is the best senator majority leader there, and Senator Reid... Wants him to be chairman, so the president's going to do this for Harry Reid. I thought Harry Harry
2: Reid. He's not dead yet.
5: No. Oh, okay. He doesn't want Yucca Mountain to open up in in uh, in, in Las Vegas because nobody wants the nuclear waste right that's in 111 U.S. plants because they're all now a nuclear waste dump. Yes. And there's no place for them. And right. that's what Seabrook is. Yes. And how could the, how can the people put up with the fact that the NRC, who's supposed to be the watchdog in the industry, instead is a lobbyist for them, have just licensed the Seabrook plant for their operating license from 2030 to 2050 when they were supposed to tear it down and, and uh, decommission it in 2030. I mean, we're not talking about a donut shop here. We're talking about a nuclear power plant that's got counterfeit substandard parts in them. And they're hiding that, too.
2: What if we, uh, so this wall that Trump wants to build uh, uh, between Colorado and New Mexico, can we build that around the nuclear uh, uh, plant in Seabrook?
5: What, the wall? Yeah, or actually, yeah. Just,
2: or actually just around Seabrook uh, in general, because those people are a little odd.
5: Yeah, they are. Yes. Well, do you know that radiation is released every single day from the 111 plants?
2: Well, that's... uh, And you
5: know who sets the rate? Who? The NRC says it's acceptable.
2: Well, they're regulating it. They're the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, so they regulate uh, how much uh, cancer we get, I guess.
5: That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, you know, we all know when we go in the x-ray room... That the only one that's left in there is the one that's being <laughs> taking the the X-ray, right? Yes. Everybody else leaves the room. Yes. I wonder why. Well. And then we got these nuclear power plants releasing radiation every day. Yeah. And then we wonder, why is there so much cancer? Maybe that's got a little something to do with it. Well,
2: I mean, uh, cancer rates are, uh, are up. I mean... Uh, we're always hearing about how cancer rates in the United States continue to increase.
5: Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you, I'm leaving you a letter and enclosures I sent to uh, Mr. Biden, certified May State requested the White House signed for it, February 26, 2015. And where do you see that in Time Magazine when they did this cover story on We the People's whistleblower? They called up uh, Biden when he, before he was vice president. Yes. And they said, how do you feel about, how do you think about the NRC? Yeah. And this is what he said. The fox is guarding the hen house, says Delaware Senator Joseph Biden, who is pushing legislation to create an independent nuclear safety board outside of the NRC. The Democrat, who is also calling for a federal investigation of the NRC effectiveness, Believes the NRC has failed the public. Now, why? I'd like—I want to know how he feels now as running for president. Right. And I'm going to ask him to sign my the, "We the People's National Petition" asking for an investigation of the NRC. So he ought to sign it, don't you think?
2: I think so. And I I'm going to so.
5: be there when when Elizabeth Warren comes in the 13th, because she said she'd meet with me, and she hasn't done it yet. And I'm going to ask her to sign the petition. Yeah. And Trump, because I want Trump to sign it. Right. He's not going to show up to file his papers. Pence is coming. Oh, really? So, yeah, I know Pence. I cornered him when he was in New Hampshire. And uh, they, he chose Sununu to be his master of ceremonies to introduce him. And Sununu was kind of surprised I was there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So I gave information to Pence about the counterfeit substandard parts. And he said, Mr. Conley, this is serious. I'm going to get back to you. He never did.
2: Well, that's uh, discouraging, but not surprising, I suppose.
5: No. And that's how powerful the industry is, see? Yes. Well, look, I'm going to leave you the uh, secret document...
2: All right. Well, it's not so secret now.
5: I'm going to leave you the copy of some pages of the Confessions of a Rogue Nuclear Regulator. Okay. I'm going to leave you the uh, letter I was sent to Biden in uh, February of 2015, which the White House signed for, but he didn't answer it. Yeah. And I'm leaving you the Congressional Quarterly Report and a copy of the petition I want them to sign. Yeah. And the Congressional Parler report says Stello and Fontuna Affair, which I was I'm the one that was involved in that, backfighting at the NRC. what oh, do you okay. read it? You really, won't yeah. believe it. Alright. So I got some bedtime reading for you.
2: Yeah, well no, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're
5: gonna like it.
2: Yeah, hey, you know, I yeah. I got all weekends, so that's cool.
5: In all, you know, I mean, I'm very serious about it. Yes, right? I yes. got a lot of passion because I've had threats in my life. Yeah. And I expect those. And I had a recent one. that goes with the territory. Yeah. But when somebody come out and scared my wife and kids. Oh, yeah. And burned a car on my 275-acre farm in Raleigh at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. 15 minutes after my wife left the house while I was in Washington. Yeah. That got my attention.
2: Oh, I bet. Yeah.
5: And it's been 34 years, and I've learned a lot. Yeah. I've learned how corrupt some of the politicians in Washington are and the press who do what they're told. Yeah. You know, the journalist creed, I'm sure you know what it says, the suppression of the news for any reason other than the welfare of society is a violation of the public trust. Absolutely, and so I'm out to hold the all that. Uh, we'll see when I file my papers on Friday. We'll see how much the press write about it.
2: Well, I hope so. Well, we'll uh, we'll see. All right. So you're
5: gonna you're gonna leave me those documents, and uh... now, now I can come in again, either with you or Peter or both of you. I don't care. I'll come in with my platform, presidential platform, and you can ask me all about it. All right. Because I'm a one-issue cam, not a one-issue candidate.
2: Well, I'll email you. I have your email. Yeah. And you should give your website again.
5: Yeah, the website is all altogether spelling in a lowercase or whatever. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-C-O-M, as in Mary, L-E-Y-S-R, like in senior, dot net, not dot com. And you'll see when that comes up, you're going to see the American flag and, and that you you'll see that I'm running for president again. And up on the upper right hand corner, there's an icon that says press page. When you hit that, other icons will drop down that that will have articles about me. And then the videos you really want to look at, because there's two of them with Trump and I, when I cornered him in Rochester and uh winter at school in Hampton, right near the Seabrook plant, and I gave him the information about the counterfeit parts and he said he was gonna act on it. And he never did.
2: You could probably take him in a fight, right? Trump? What? You could take him in a fight, couldn't you?
5: No, I don't fight. Everything I do I'm just is for peaceful way. But I in a debate in a debate with, with Trump and me, yeah. he doesn't have a prayer.
2: Right, right. Yes. Well, all right. Well, very good.
5: I'll uh, be in touch.
2: Uh, yes. I have your email. You're not leaving, are you? Keep He's... looking
5: at the. uh Waylon. Please look at the website. Yes. You oh, won't absolutely. Believe it, I'm telling. Yeah. You.
2: Well, no. I'll I'll do that this weekend. From the studios of WMNH ninety-five point three FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed.
5: God bless.
2: United States. Thank you very much. United States. 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 States.
0: States.
2: Mm. 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 Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels
3: and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional
2: pretzel and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels and pretzel knots the hop knot in the brady sullivan plaza at 1000 elm street
0: imagine your new bathroom